three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Pod Sequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I get together at a gracious podcast host. Today we are at Higher Gravity Summit Park. And, you know, we listen to all the craft beer, Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. Then we, at our podcast host, we, you know, give you our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Hopefully there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other podcasts. And so far, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Marco, and uh, I have a, a little uh, congestion, uh, but powering through that, uh, don't worry about me. Uh, don't have COVID. Don't have a fever. Everything's fine. Uh, I'm still going to worry about you. Well, thank you. Uh, I am Marco. I'm a taproom manager here locally, as well as um, uh, yesterday a patient. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, on this podcast, we are very blessed because we have the best co-host in podcast landia oh my goodness i don't know where they are though that's you so oh that's me yeah damn one of these days another best co-host in podcast landia will show up and and then it'll, it'll be a take fight. the weight off of my shoulders there can be only one <laughs> well i suppose today i will be that one hello everyone i am julia i am a drinker of all the craft beers here in the cincinnati area and also during beer event season which we are days away just it's very days exciting. away uh, i post um funny stories parodies all kinds of randomness for uh, celebrating every beer from the higher gravity beer fund calendar which i think there's at least one left so if you no, there's are, not. they're gone already they're gone excellent they're gone i am so happy so if you i got the team message you did yeah nice so if you uh if you were waiting if you're like oh, i'm gonna hold out until the very last minute well too bad, so sad. You missed it. You missed it. This box always sells out. It is amazing. And hopefully next year you will pre-order in July because it is the absolute best part of, of December. Yeah. It's and the only reason for December to exist, if I'm being perfectly honest. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, some people may have other things they would vote for, but uh, totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, speaking of team messages, I do just want to say, uh, instead of producer Annie tonight, we have producer Jason here. Yeah. Uh, so that's very exciting to have uh, producer Jason here with us today. He's doing uh, a great job so far. Also not as exciting. Uh, the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not reflect any of the um, businesses that they are may or may not be affiliated with mm-hmm. uh it's not that exciting uh, and by uh people i mean uh me because or me or julia or us or us you never know you never know <laughs> i would like to shout out one other thing for higher gravity both locations summit park and Northside. before we get started okay if you don't know in addition to doing beerven every year they also have a stein club membership yeah you can get a hand-thrown hand-crafted ceramic stein and they have three different styles you can choose from. The perks are you get you know discounted pours whenever you are in either tap room, either location. Uh, you can kind of ask them to, depending on what it is, you can do holds for certain beers, certain releases. Some things that are limited you cannot. There are some things that, that they just can't offer that for, but it is a tiny bit of a perk that uh, that you can get so if you see oh hey they're getting a shipment of you know the barrel aged auto from Sonder you can say hey can you kind of hold a four pack back for me and they'll be like sure and it's awesome yeah 
15% off merchandise. Mm-hmm. 15% uh, off merch. Everybody loves merchandise. Oh, God, yeah. So. Yep. So, yeah. so get it. And you can either take your, your Stein or your mug home that day, the day that you purchase it, or you can leave it here. They always have extras, so you can get your, your filled Stein whenever you show up. I love mine. Good shout out, Julia. Awesome. Speaking of good shouts. Yeah. Uh, we have... We have a good we shout. We have another good shout. Let's do it. Yeah. So, shout out to Urban Artifact yet again. Killing it. They brought home two medals from the 2022 Brussels Beer Challenge. Do you know where that is, Julia? I'm assuming not the Sprout. So, I'm guessing this is Belgium. It's in Belgium. Hell yeah. Where they were competing with other beers from around the globe. Mm-hmm. So, the Gadget brought home uh, silver in the fruit beer category. Not a beer. I know. It's a uh, fruit tart. Teak brought home silver in the specialty sour beer category. Not, oh, a, beer. not a beer. They're, they're messing up, man. What is, what is Brussels doing? What are they doing over in Belgium? I don't know. They don't understand. No. But huge shout out to Urban. They are just getting award and accolade and, and re- recognition after accolade and recognition. I kind of lost my train of thought on that one. But it's okay. It's good. They have some of the the highest rated beers in the category that they're forced to be in mm-hmm. when we're rating beers. Absolutely. So congratulations Absolutely. to Urban Artifact and all of their uh, present, past, and hope that certainly, certainly future achievements. Absolutely. Uh, so mentioning not beers, I do want to mention actual beers because yeah. on this podcast, we drink. We do. We drink while we recap podcasts, and we both have... A dark beer in our glass, but it is not the same dark beer. No, it's not. So, Marco, what are you enjoying at this moment in time? I am having Panther from Ryan Geis. It's a porter. Excellent. And I have uh, the oatmeal stout from Shefflies. Shefflies. Shefflies? How do you want to pronounce it today? Uh, Schlafly. Schlafly. Hmm. I think we can do better than that, but we'll, okay. we'll, we'll run with that for now. Okay, we'll let's go. So, let's get on to the main part of our show, which is talking about the Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast that were released the previous week. Looks like we have four on the docket. I know our notes typically match, but let's just see. If Almost ex- it, like all it's ma- the I same. I know. It's amazing. But for people that don't know what podcasts were released this past week, did you happen to check out this episode of the Craft Parenting Podcast? I did. Awesome. Uh, how about Sonder Stories? We got another one from them. Yes, I did. Awesome. Shift Beers. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. while. But we finally got another episode from the Shifty Folks and Cincy Brewcast. Yes. Nice. What would you like to start with first? Uh, craft Parenting Pod. All right. This one had probably, uh, this was episode 83, the one with the West Siders, C-I-D-E-R-S. Little spoiler for you there. Or two West Siders. <gasps> oh, my God. You should be a headline writer. Yeah. That's awesome. So you and Joe. I was I was going to say Joe and one of the most annoying co-hosts of all time, but no. yes. Yeah, so, so unfortunately, our dear friend Caroline was not feeling the best. Uh, we had scheduled to do this podcast uh, and it had to be rescheduled a couple times. Uh, she wasn't able to make it, so Joe said, "Hey, do you want to fill in and be faux Caroline for the episode?" And I went, "Sure." Uh, Joe, if you don't know, he is a cider connoisseur. Like, he knows everything about ciders. He loves ciders almost as much as he loves pumpkin beers. Yep, true. It is absolutely amazing. And even though he is such a cider fan, 
he didn't realize that West Side Brewing had their own line of ciders in the tap room. Yeah. Yeah, they've had these ciders for at least a year. I'm not sure exactly when they first came out. I've always seen them. I've always said I need to try them. But when I go to West Side, I, I go for the beer, right? not the ciders. Not so, the West C-I-D-E-R. I love that so much. It is so clever. It is so perfect. It's very clever. But no, this was an awesome opportunity for me to kind of get out of, of my normal routine of what's happening uh, when I go to a brewery and to try their three ciders. They had a dry cider. They had a lemongrass ginger cider uh-huh. and a pumpkin spices cider. Uh-huh. Guess which one Joe liked the best? Uh, you all know that as the second Pumpkin King of Cincinnati, shout out to our last recap episode and to their last bonus episode, he actually thought the pumpkin spice was the best of all three. Yep. Very, very cool. I mean, he was dropping it into stouts and stuff. Oh, God, yeah. He was putting it in. He was flavoring everything. I mean, that was a ways into the podcast, so <laughs> he started to get a little, you know, into it. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, he was dropping ciders into stouts. I'm like, this doesn't yes. sound good at all. Yes. So in uh, the later part of the episode, since you already touched on it, uh, we covered some cider cocktails, mocktails, uh, other variants of what you can do with ciders. Some of them I was familiar with. Others, like cider in like a stout or a porter or you know, the darker beers, I'd never really thought of before. So it's definitely going to be something that uh, maybe I'll try that Probably not. for the Black Friday release of uh, West Side's Imperial Stouts. Don't do that. Don't do that? <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe I won't do that. Uh, I do want to say that we did ask, I know in the podcast, we said that most ciders tend to be gluten-free, but we weren't positive, forgot to ask the bartender. Oh, yeah. Shout out to, to Jason at, another Jason at Westside Brewing. Um, Westside's ciders, the West ciders, that's going to be, that's going to trip me up this entire time, are all gluten-free. So if that is a concern that you have, fear not. Their ciders are safe for you. Yay. Yay. That is good. Yeah, yeah, I thought so Give too. Give people options. I yeah. like it. Uh, there was, as always, on the Craft Parenting Podcast, you got to hear some of the history of ciders yep. in the United States. As with every Craft Parenting Podcast episode that they do, where they go over the history of a style of, uh, of an event related to beer, I always learn something new. And this episode was no different. Learn how a cider press pin helped to ensure America's future. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, what's wrong with people? Why, why back then did they, if if they wanted to temper the alcohol movement, why did they cut down the apple trees? Damn it! Right, and burn the the crops. It makes no sense. It makes no sense because they can be used for other things other yeah. than fermented beverages. Exactly, pies, just eating an apple. Yeah. I mean, how about for some vitamins? Oh, we don't need any of those. Yeah. <laughs> Just sustenance. <laughs> there were also a shit ton of tangents in this episode. Oh, yeah. We went down some serious rabbit holes. We talked about squirrels, SD cards, marbles, the, mar- the Marble League. It was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, if you, follow along, if you follow along, Julia um, gives you a lot of really interesting uh, YouTube recommendations. <laughs> Um, I mean, if we some just of which Marco will never forgive me for top uh, top five Julia YouTube recommendations. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna have to say 
uh, Starting from number five. Mm, from number five. Okay, okay. I don't have an order for these. Okay, well, just go. So I'll just do uh, Yella's Marble Runs. That's J-E-L-L-E. It is, if you look up Marble League, it's a whole, like, Olympic series of events done by marbles, teams of marbles. It's awesome. Uh, let's see, virtual uh, virtual rail fan, so watching trains live, like live cams of different rail stations uh, around the United States. That's two. I'm going to have to say that um, the um, So Bad It's Good recaps of terrible B-movies. It is hilarious. I love it so incredibly much. Uh, let's see, number four, I think I would have to say uh, Brian Ames, AMBS, his channel where he reviews hot sauces. Okay. And, and hot peppers and everything spicy that he immediately regrets. And then Josh and I say, okay, let's regret this with him as oh, well. Oh, nice. Uh, actually it's a bonding him, experience. actually met him uh, two years ago at the Straight Street Hill Climb. It was pretty pretty cool. Okay. A local guy. Nice. Uh, and for my did you Did you do a fireball with him? I did not. Well, it's coming I, I, up. I, it's, it's, it, it already happened. Did it really? The day after beer, booze, bunks, boinks, binks, biscuits, and oh. boobs, yeah. Okay. I opted to do the virtual <laughs> because I knew that I wouldn't be feeling the best. Again, the day after beer, booze, bunks, which... What do you mean? That Waffle House didn't set you straight? Uh, it was good in the moment. Let's just say 4 a.m., Rachel 5 saved me from that. Rachel knew it, better. That's she, why I was so glad Rachel went yeah. to Beard Boo Bonks. <laughs> that was great. Um, and then I need one more YouTube recommendation. Uh, how about the, um, there is a channel that the guy builds obstacle course races in his backyard for squirrels. But this year he did one that was like an Olympic challenge for the squirrels. So that'll be my fifth one. I forget what the channel's called, but there you go. There are my five YouTube recommendations for wasting your time and questioning Julia's sanity all right, on all kinds of go, levels. Julia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Julia's top five YouTube recommendations. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, getting back to the notes, what do, yes, what do we have? Yes. Um, uh, only had a one other thing really to mention. Awesome. This, this was hard for me to recap just because, like, I you were there. There, so I feel like I'm. I don't know. It's awkward talking about myself, even though Caroline couldn't be there. She was haunting us yeah. throughout the entire recording session. She was. So this there, is a real thing. This is a real. This is an absolute real thing. So we had notes for for uh, the episode because it was all of the the history, the information about ciders that Caroline had looked up and researched, and then I had to try to deliver because she was unable to be there. While I'm looking at these notes, I see her name hovering over words and deleting words and adding words and changing things around while we were recording. And it was, it, it threw both of us for a loop. Joe wasn't sure if it was her or if it was maybe some other spirit right. in the notes. You know, spirit. kind of literally ghostwriting. Yep. I say it was Caroline, but uh, I mean. I, I think it was. We, we'll never know. Or. You never knew. Very nice. But yeah, that's all, that's all that I had. It was, it was a lot of fun to go hang out and drink with Joe. West Side Ciders, the West Ciders are absolutely delicious. You can hear both of our top picks, how we ranked all three of them. And if you're in the area, it is definitely a delicious alternative to beer. If you're, you know, having a couple pints and you need a little bit of a break in between, get one of their ciders. They're delicious. They're very, very good. I love ciders. I I love ciders. I love um, uh, buying ciders and giving ciders to people um, as gifts. And uh, 
hopefully they enjoy them, and if not, they can re-gift them. Mm-hmm. Well, they're fantastic. There's no no limit to what you can do with ciders. I just I'm here to <laughs> give to the people. I love them. We, and we appreciate that. Uh, I mean, our notes are the same, but I'm going to ask anyway. Anything else that you wanted to share about episode 83 of the Craft Parenting Podcast, the one with the West Ciders? Oh, shit. Oh, talk about timing. What? It's almost as if he was summoned from the void. Who, uh, who, who walked up right as we were wrapping up the Craft Parenting Podcast? Oh, no. Say hi, Joe. <laughs> Hello, Joe. <laughs> Excellent work. Excellent All right. work. Let's take a quick break so that we can talk with Joe, and uh, we'll be right back with Sounds some good. more podcast recaps. All right. Well, that was a hell of a break. Yeah. That little, was awesome, yeah. Little. That was a, a good break. That was fun. <laughs> uh, Joe from Craft Parenting Pod uh, stopped by to pick up his um, beer vent box and uh, spent a few minutes with us just catching up after beer booze and bonks so that was awesome good good to see him as always absolutely we both have fresh beers in our glasses yeah which is amazing it is well not for you but for me it's kind of like holy crap what's going on here i have a fresh beer i don't have a new beer i went to back to rothouse pills nothing wrong with that no uh what do you have or hold on is he here no That sounds a little rough with the uh, congestion. Hey, you know, I'll tell you, everyone in the area, including Liam Neeson, yeah. is just dealing with some some congestion and some respiratory stuff. Like it's it's yeah. that time of year, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, no, I decided to go for the 99 out of 100 rated beer. I went for Urban Artifacts Teak. Ah. I haven't had it in a while, but my God, it's... It has been doing nothing but amazing things, so I figure I should go ahead and grab a can from the cooler and enjoy it. Yeah. And if you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. It's just so well done. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. That's, 99 out of 100. That's, that's knocking it out of the park for me. Hell yeah. Uh, so we have what, three more podcasts to, to recap. Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, let's see. Let's get to it, Julia. What do you want to do next? Uh, let's do uh, the Cincinnati Brewcast. All right. Cheers. Cheers. We drink when we say that podcast name wrong. And you should, too, by the way. Yes. So, Which, Cincy I mean, Brewcast. Uh, I was just going to say, saying Cincinnati Brewcast started as just my brain just not working. And uh, it's become our own little mini drinking game that I great. kind of force upon us anymore. Like, I say it just because... Let's cheers. Let's have a drink. No, I enjoy it. I oh, mean, I there's do. some things I like do. I need to be chased to run, right? But, <laughs> I mean, I don't really need an excuse to have a beer, but I'm very happy always to, you know, do a cheers with somebody and, and share a beer. Hell yeah. Uh, this was Season 8, Episode 27 of the Cincy Brewcast, live from Beer, Booze, and Bonks, sort of. So this was kind of a three-part or kind of a two-part episode but there were three distinct topics in this episode four if you count the sponsorship this is true which we definitely need to talk about because it is one of the best sponsorships yeah although i hear that there's another local podcast trying to one up that sponsorship. i've heard that too we shall see if that happens uh but the first chunk of it was live from beer booze and bonks 
uh, Gnome Talk to Dell from 16 Lots. So Actually, we'll talk first, about that. The first chunk was live well, from Beer Booze Bonks, and it was just him saying he's live he's from, live from Beer, Beer Booze Bonks. Bonks. Yes. And then he's going to hopefully get other people to come on the pod and talk yes. uh, through Beer Booze and Bonks. Yes. And then he, it sounded like from that, he went to like a portion in studio saying, and then I talked to Dell, and here's my conversation with Dell. And then it went into the conversation with Dell, which was really, really cool. Had nothing to do with beer, booze, and bonks, but a lot to do with 16 lots and Newport, so that'll be fun to talk about. Uh, then he moved into probably my favorite part of Since He Broadcast Anymore, the Manscaped commercial. Yep. It's so, it, it is still so hilariously, brilliantly awkward for me, but it's great. What he's doing with that is phenomenal. Uh, then he went into the high grain section, and then we got the beer, booze, bonks recap from him and how he felt things went this year. Yep. Yeah. So let's go top to bottom. Um, the first part of it, again, with Del Hall from 16 Lots. Well, actually, no. Before that, a step before that, when, as you said, he was saying that he was live from from the festival and that he wanted to try to get people on, Gnome tried to explain foaling, and I'm not sure he did the best job. Of so it. His, his explanation was... Uh, taking football and bowling and cornhole and horseshoes and throwing it into uh, a rocks glass and shaking it up, and that's what you end up getting. Which I will say, when he talked about shaking it up, I pictured that grin that he has on his face for his his video segments where he's making a cocktail, and he's like, when you shake you know, the margarita or whatever you're mixing up, you have to grin just like this and that is that is always what I see in my head in the shaker whenever yeah. he talks about throw it in the shaking shaker. anything throw it in the, the shaker class, yeah. uh, let's talk about Dell and 16 Lots and their Newport location which Dell is being incredibly aggressive with actually giving a date an open date yep. instead of saying we hope to open around this time he threw out a day, like a very, very specific day and said, yeah, you know, our, our contractors, our engineers, uh, everyone says, yep, we got this. That's that's a bold statement, Cotton. Yeah. Let's see if it, uh, let's see if it works out for you. Yeah. Holy it is bold. Cow. Yeah, bold it, it is, but. It's aggressive. I, it, it's very aggressive, but if, I mean, Dell's a meticulous guy. Like, he kind of has his, his I's dotted, his T's crossed. Like, he has everything. Excuse me. In place. Well, he does talk about how uh, managing this project is different than the way that he typically manages the the the, the, the beer business. True. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He he's not really a micromanager. It's pretty much he lays out expectations uh, and then. Uh, well, but he laid he, out more than expectations. Like he provided, like explicitly detailed like ways that he wanted things to be and the way that he wanted them to look and the people he's working with were like wow we've never worked with anyone that right. knows exactly what they want so yeah we right and that's what i meant the, okay. the difference okay. is you know when he when he works with it he made it sound like when he works with his team in distribution uh he lays out expectations by the end of the week by the end of the month do you mm -hmm. you know did did you meet expectation and then coaching council from there. Uh, what he's doing is having to micromanage all of these contracting and subcontracting teams. True. Right. Right. Uh, okay, I, see. I see. You know, and it, he talks about some of the things that he goes into about when he travels, what he looks at, what he, what, you know, what catches his eye, uh, things that 
uh, he he wants to see as far as the vision. Uh, and then also the person who's helping him with this vision. Dell's lady, his female friend, uh, is an interior designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also working with design firms and, and they're also working with you know, the architecture firms and, and uh, everybody to come together. And what was really helpful was from the beginning of this, it, it wasn't just an idea or a concept. It was an idea or a concept that had actual like tangible yeah, items yeah, that yeah, they yeah. could that they could understand the the vision of of that space. Right. And I'm not going to give it away what the vision of that space is. Yeah. You should go and listen. But it is going to be different than 16 lots uh, right, than original location. location. Right. 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 And I think it's going to be fantastic. A couple of the notes that I had about the location, and, you know, we're not going to spend a huge amount of time on this because, again, we don't want our recap of half of this episode of Cincy Broadcast to be longer than the entire episode of Cincy Broadcast. Which we could do. Which we very easily do not, could do. Do not challenge us. We will, we will win that fight. That's it. Every single time. Uh, Things that people touch are the most important, according to Dell. So basically, Dell likes to touch things. Yep. And anything he touches ends up being part of his vision. So when you think about that, and, and, and on a serious note, I know that that sounds kind of funny, and I meant that as kind of a, you know, haha, <laughs> Dell touches things, whatever. Take that as you will. But it was a very, very good point about things that you touch in a tap room from the seating, the table the glassware, even stuff like, you know, bathroom fixtures. Absolutely. Those are the things that people tend to remember about any space that they that they visit. And for for Dell to understand that and know, people are going to remember, like, yeah, the beer was great, but, man, those seats were uncomfortable. Or, you know, the, the beer was great, the space was great, but, man, when I went to the bathroom, they had, you know, those god-awful, you know, um, the... What's that? Uh, the Dyson hand dryers instead of aren't just those plain awful? Paper towels. Aren't, I aren't thought, those I'm me- not a fan. Aren't I don't those like meant them. to be like the latest innovation in yes. hand drying? It's weird. It's like you're I, I don't know. You're sticking your hands down and like that's better than the old know. thing when I grew up with the with the uh, cloth towel oh, that, that you would just a, roll. Yes. Yeah. The, out the of the machine. Infinite roll. <laughs> yeah. The infinite oh, roll of cloth. Awful. Awful. I don't know that those ever got changed and just. Oh, oh no. Had never. T- no. Never God, changed. No. God. And most of those were in schools where it's like you're in your most like disgusting years where yeah. no one understands or how rest anything works. Or uh, uh. Yeah, rest stop. Uh. You know. So basically, Dell's infatuation with touching things is going to, I'm sure, lead to an absolutely incredible. I say taproom, but it's going to be so much more than that. An incredible space. And yeah. on that same note, he wants it to be, like, wherever you go should be somewhat of an adventure. It should be something that you remember, something that you are almost an active participant in. So his aim of getting the Jungle Gym's sounds, like, you know, when you walk in, it's playing, like, all the jungle yeah. noises, the, the monkeys and the giraffes screaming and all that kind of stuff. His idea to pipe that into... Like alligators the, and shit. Yeah, yeah. To, to pipe that into, like, the entrance as you're walking in. Brilliant. Brilliant. Your adventure starts from the minute you, you open the door. You open the door and all of a sudden you're hearing, like, macaques, you know, doing their thing and yeah. toucans and birds and it's going to be super, super cool. Dope. And what you had mentioned before, it's not just a tap room. Like, this is not just going to be a drinking space. 
there are going to be, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to mention all the different areas of the space that you can or that you will be able to enjoy once it opens at said specific date. That again, listen to this episode so you can get that. Um, in addition to a tap room, there's also going to be an art gallery, a putt putt course. They're going to have one of those, like the in the the inter- interior, the skydiving simulators, where it's yep. like a wind tunnel and all wind that. Tunnel. This place is going to be absolutely amazing. Amazing. And I'm I can't wait to visit it when it opens. That's one of the things that I mean, it's tough to find a great. Um, miniature golf course and especially you know, in this area yeah it's very tough so yes. very excited well Dell will put his personal touch on each of the holes he'll probably be I'm like sure. the 18th hole <laughs> like Dell will be there with a beer <laughs> at the 18th hole or will it be it'll be like either a statue of Dell holding a beer or will the 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 putt have to go through like Dell's grinning face like his mouth is like you have to oh yeah you know that'd what be I mean? awesome yeah like his big grinning mouth yeah. yes like, yes 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 you know, like it like it chomps the ball <laughs> you have to get it through while Dell's talking about sixteen lots yeah that would be they're gonna have amazing awesome. food as well yes 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 uh, let's see what else. so I'm gonna say unless you had something else to say I'm going to say that, that covers our recap of the first part of Cincy Broadcast, because again, we could talk about just this part for longer than the actual episode. We could. Listen to find out more about what 16 Lots Newport is going to be. It's It sounds fantastic. The Southern Outpost. Yep, the Southern Outpost. Absolutely. I don't I don't think they've changed any thoughts on, on that name. They didn't mention it in this episode. No, that's, that was, that's the name. That was in the previous episode that Gnome did with Del. So yeah, look that up. Southern look, Outpost. Listen to both of those back to back and you will get an incredible vision of what this place is. And then is there'll be, be the East Outpost and the West mm-hmm. Outpost. Mm-hmm. Yep. They already have their North Outpost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Uh, let's see. Then we went into section or segment. I guess if we t- if, if his intro about it was segment one, Dell was segment two. Third segment of this episode was Manscaped. We had yeah. once again the background music, the the way too detailed talk about the ball trimmer, and it. I love my Manscaped products. Yeah. So it is not a fault. I don't even want to say fault. That's the wrong term. But he's doing a great job with the ads. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> but it yeah. should be it's it should be a call to action. It, yeah, and and I feel like it absolutely is the only thing. And we mentioned this in our last episode. Yeah. No. Give a little extra shout out to the gender inclusivity of Manscaped products. That's right. I know that they are geared towards men, but they are fantastic for anyone. Could be for anyone. Could be for anyone. Or Manscaped. I know that you listen. Reach out to us. We'd love to. Uh, yeah. To promote. Talk about your trimmers. Talk it's about the trimmers. Good. Talk about the body wash. The, Absolutely. the body scrubber that is, yeah. it, that isn't for me, but it could be for someone, and that's going to be fantastic. Uh, but yeah, Manscaped. There you go. Promo code gnome. Promo code gnome. Manscaped.com. Get over there. Get over there and get your ball smooth. Uh, let's see. Then the next segment that he dove into was the high grain section. A lot of talk about high grain brewing, a specific high grain beer that he was drinking, which was fantastic. He gave you a lot of his tips on how to, ex- I don't say experience a beer, but like when you smell a beer, when you taste a beer, what he does. And for him, a lot of it is, a lot of it is making sure that you smell it both up close and far away, which right. isn't what you want for a lot of things. You don't want to be able to smell it close and far away. You want to be able to 
separate from some of that? Right, like it's cologne. However, right? Everybody has that guy that uh -huh. they work with. And I'm not going to say lady, although it could happen. Oh, I'm just going to say it did happen. I, I have had that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, lady uh, smell like um, whatever, Dying you know, roses. spritz. She spritz herself with. And then there's a lady that smells like cats. Totally different, uh, totally different thing. We don't need to talk about it here. No. But everyone's got that guy uh, that smells like they um, dropped the bottle of cologne on them. Yes. Um, that's not how that's supposed to work. No, if you uh, shower, you don't need to do much of that extra stuff. No, just anything. a little, you know, just a little, little, little fair, spritz, little, little you know. And so do guys, I know that like some chicks do this for a perfume. Do guys do the thing where they like spritz it in the air and like walk through it so it's just a gentle light mist that hits their body? Or I mean, do some guys? do. That's not my approach to it, okay. but okay. I mean, yeah, I some know. do. I didn't know how guys did it. so I was. Well, I'm not speaking I'm, for all men. No, I know but. that. Right. No, no, no. I know that. No. And, and Marco, you tell me what every single man every does. Single every single man. Every man does this. No, I just didn't know if, you know, there are a lot of women, again, not all women, obviously, but there are a lot of women that do the, like, spritz in the air and you, like, sure. walk through it. I didn't know if guys... Or spray the hair. Or, or in the if hair. If the hair's right. long yeah, enough, yeah. they just spray the spray hair. Spray the hair, yeah. I didn't know if guys ever use that same technique. That's I all. guess it, it could happen. I, I, okay. I, I'm not saying I've witnessed it, but Let it could happen. Let us know. Let us know. We are at Truth Beer Pod on social media. Let us know, guys and gals... Do you use the spritz in the air and then you walk through it method to uh, to scent yourself? Yeah. 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 This is supposed to be about beer. It's all right. <laughs> Smelling it's, beer. It, 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 <laughs> it all ties together. It all ties somehow. together. As a crow flies. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Um, no, it was a very, very hearty segment about high grain and their beers and the amazing things that they're doing. They are doing amazing things. They, they really, really are. Uh, but then after that, we finally got the Beer Booze Bonks recap. Yes. So I don't want to go too much in depth onto what Gnome thought about it because listen to this episode and find out his direct thoughts about how he felt things went. I thought what might be fun is for us to use a little bit of this part to give kind of our, you know, sort of post post mortem of what we thought okay. about the fest. And then the listeners can listen to us and then listen to this episode of Cincy Brewcast and see how aligned, if at all, we were with how Nope felt that things went. Okay. Because he, he felt pretty good about how he felt year two of the festival went, as do we, I think. Uh, I think it went very well. Yeah, I, I had a great time. So, um, right from the door, mm -hmm. one difference is uh, the Fulling Warehouse did not open until the exact time the festival started last year. Mm -hmm. So there was a line to get in. That line took quite a long time to get through. And it was cold. And it was cold. And so the Fulling Warehouse was basic. even if you got there a little bit early, you're able to get in uh, because it's a person that checks your ID. Yep. It's a person that scans your ticket. Yep. And it's a person that gives you a wristband. Yes. Uh, pertaining to whatever well, sort of... the person that gives you your tasting glass. Then the person yes, that gives yes. you your tasting glass. Uh, so... After you go through all of those sections, mm -hmm. uh, then you're free to roam about, you know, the, the facility. Right. Um, there was... I felt to see they were a little more lenient on the people that were there. Like, I'm sure if you arrive 20 minutes early, they might say you can wait in, but we can't actually scan your ticket until closer. Uh, but I think Josh and I showed up maybe five minutes or, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. And there were already a couple people that were ahead of us, but we didn't have to wait outside. We were ahead. They of were you. just already going ahead, and yeah, yeah. yeah Rachel they were just and I were ahead, ahead of you. Yeah, 
not bragging. I just it's a fact. Right, uh, right. But, but they weren't making people wait no, out, wait outside not. for it. They were like, no. okay, a couple minutes early is not going to make or break any part of this. So it was nice that you didn't feel like they were being super strict about entrance to a super relaxed and fun event. Yes. Yeah. Um, there were a good number of breweries there. I don't. I don't think there were as many as last year. No, but I think part but of I, that was by design. Right. Right. I think that it was. There weren't as many breweries, but I feel like the offerings from the breweries that were there felt much more intentional. If that makes sense. Well, and some of them had more. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of places that only had one or two taps, but then there were other places that had maybe three or four taps. And I think that beers. depended on some sort of factor. I, I don't want to say I know for certain, but mm-hmm. I think it depended on some sort of factor. Yeah. Um, Did you think the amount of beers available was comparable to last year? Uh, or at least the styles or I think the it, exclusivity of some of these? I think it was fewer beers, but I think that was intentional. I think it was fewer breweries, but that was intentional. Mm-hmm. I, I like the, the assortment of beers. Mm-hmm. I did think that they had a really good variety of the styles, which is something that Noom has said. He wants to make sure not, you're not walking into this and all you have are IPAs and you're not an IPA person or there are only, you know, stouts and you're not really a stout person. So I did really enjoy the variety of, of styles. Yeah. I'm not really going to complain, but what I would say is um, the size of the cup is a typical beer fest size of the cup. It was bigger than last year's. I didn't. I didn't love it. I, but, I, but it was bigger because I was like, oh, what's what's the difference between the two cups? Because Josh like, do we really need to save like the tasting cups from every single year? And part of me is like, well, yeah. But when I held them up at home, this year's was bigger. So okay. you actually got Good. more per pour I just got, than you did last year. I just got a little um, fidgety, we'll call it, after I had a few tastes and I, and I went around a few times and I was like, okay. I've pinpointed what I want to go back to. Yeah. I've pinpointed what I want to session for this session. And I don't have the option to get bigger than said number of ounces. That's true. I now, wonder. I wonder. I have to share with everybody. I understand oh, right, that. Right. Right. Um, but um, if I went to the bar, I would have to buy pours mm-hmm. or you know buy other beers. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so on one hand, I, you can just keep getting in line. I get it. Right. Um, and again, I'm not complaining. It's just. I uh, once I identified what I wanted to drink, it, it with the option for uh, a larger Being pour would have been visitor. nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. I, I understand both, like logistically, like you said, making sure that there is some available for as many. Sure, I have as to share. I get it. But at the same time, knowing that some of these beers were fairly exclusive and there were only certain amounts, and maybe they're not going to make it to the end of, of session one, let alone both sessions. I think that maybe there should have been an option for maybe even an add-on to your... T- and, and again, logistically, this maybe, might be a nightmare. Or, or maybe fewer tastes and maybe three three pints. Right, like and the, that's what the I was The last three say. punches yeah, on yeah. your card, maybe those are pints. Right, and, and what I was thinking is something similar, but maybe as an additional price add-on, you could buy a package of three... 10 ounce pours, maybe not even a full pint, but sure. just something that's more than, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you get like three little, three tickets th- that, that very clearly say, I am, I paid money to have a bigger pour of this. 
and then you get it in, you know, whatever, like, yeah, you know, plastic cut, whatever, whatever. Part of the reason yeah. why I went to the mystery beer machine when I did mm-hmm. was because that's when I hit the point where I was like, I need a beer larger than four ounces. Than the sample size, yeah, yeah. That's true. So the the mystery beer machine treated you uh, treated me well. Treated treated, treated you well. me well. Treated you well. It treated Josh and I pretty well. Josh got I, one of the same beers that he had last year, which is awesome. <laughs> I I think there was some intention to that, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, I I'm a little sad that it was only one mystery beer machine beer, but at the same time, boy, by that point, I did not need another full size beer. Well, but let's <laughs> be honest, could, the price of the ticket. Is very reasonable oh, for God, yeah. a beer festival. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. For what you're getting out, you're of paying it. like twelve dollars less than a typical beer festival. Yeah, and the yeah. the the styles uh, and the actual beer itself is, is better than what you get it. Far better yeah. than uh, it's it's better than getting everybody's core beer. Let me put it Agreed. that way. Agreed. Yeah. You know, and that's that's unfortunately the the thing with uh, a lot of beer festivals is that. Man, there's, you know, you 80 get, different yeah. breweries, and you show up, and it's everything you can get at the grocery store. Yes, it's all truth. Nothing wrong with truth, but I'm just saying it's like that core beer. It's one right. of those, if I go to a festival like that, I want to try something that maybe I'll buy a pint of to try, or if I only see it in six packs, four packs, I'm not going to get it because I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. Right. This is absolutely the perfect festival for that. Were there any beers that you meant to try that you never actually remember to get back around to no the the beer that stood out to me was the uh cold ipa from wooden cask that was good that was yeah, very that, very that, good that i went back to that over and over again yeah that was the one i was i was uh, it, it was just to that part in the festival where i was like all right found my beer that's what i'm gonna drink mm-hmm. Let, let's go the only one that i wanted to get but ended up not was the dark charge that they had the oh, okay. mole wanted to try that one but by the time it got near the end of the festival then I'm like oh shit I still haven't gotten that I realize I should not have that to make sure that I'm able to <laughs> to be okay to get home uh, at the end of the festival but but no I, I was able to get everything that I wanted to try so I feel like the quantity of beer that was there again just specifically for the ones that I wanted was all great so since my wife went, I mean, she doesn't uh, partake in a lot of craft beer uh, or any, actually. So there was a uh, craft cocktail there. There was Geist tea there. Mm-hmm. Um, if she really wanted a mixed drink, I could go to the bar. And that's the oh, other thing yeah, about yeah. this festival is that, yeah, you pay for the ticket and for the admission, and you can get the pours. But... If you really wanted to, and somebody in your party really wanted to, you can go to the bar and get something else. I mean, you got to pay for it, but of course you got to pay for it. I mean, we got shots partway through. Did we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't know if Rachel we, knew that or not. Rachel, we got shots. We, we each had a shot that uh, that we shared one with, with Noam. We brought over to him when he was done recording yeah. with Del. And we're like, you know what? We're going to have some fun. We're, we're already having an absolute blast. This yeah. place has a full bar. Let's get a shot of it was screwball. I mean, was screwball. we were like, you know, yeah. let's let's give this, you know, a go, and it was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Um, uh, the only 
and not even like compl- there, there, there are no complaints. Um, I think the only change I would make is kind of what you and I both talked about is the option for either purchasing or as part of your ticket a couple of larger pours than the sample just because I know that not every not every keg blows by the end of the night it would help the breweries to empty those out but it also I think would be well here, here's an idea and again logistically I don't know how possible this is but they always have a um, a charity that does the volunteer work this year was Big Brothers Big Sisters of Cincinnati maybe they could have something to wear as you know as an add-on when you buy your ticket you could donate an additional twenty dollars to that year's charity and as part of that you get three bigger pours whatever those may be that are you know either marked off on your your card or or what have you other than that though i mean i don't think just like last year i don't think there is anything that i would have changed they didn't do the uh the the after party like they did last year, which again, that last year it didn't work out the way that I knew that they kind of wanted it to work out. So I wasn't upset that there wasn't an after party. Yeah. So the after party, you paid an additional amount mm-hmm. and then you got to hang out later and then you and were getting. Supposed, well, what was supposed to happen is all the kegs that hadn't blown were supposed to be taken up to the bar and then you could just buy full pours of those special beers from the festival. Yeah. And I don't know if it just wasn't. I don't know if it wasn't communicated or if people from the breweries were just like, I'm just done. I'm taking my keg and I'm going home for the right. night kind of thing. But a lot of the places just kind of shut down their tents when the event was over and just left with their beer. And I don't know how much of it actually made it up. Well, I don't think they, they didn't leave with the beer because the, the, oh, that's right, the, the fulling, fulling warehouse, fulling warehouse yeah, paid yeah, for it. Yeah. But getting those beers and swapping everything out on tap. Oh, yeah. That, that was, the, was the logistical that's right, nightmare. Would have been. Would it? Would have maybe worked out better to keep everything in place, yeah, and then everybody just say go to the bar, buy tickets, and then you could um, just and give everybody at the booth yeah. a ticket for a yeah. pint. That, that's, yeah, that's but, a great but idea. Too, I don't but know. I don't know if you need an after party. No, uh, no, I don't. I don't think you do. It's a neat option to have, but at the same time, at that point in one of those, I don't. I certainly do not need to get full pours of anything <laughs> yeah and the fulling was fun they had yeah, um yeah tony pike out there he so out uh, there. tony pike yes. uh, former yes. uh, uc bearcat quarterback former uh nfl quarterback i think he was with the uh carolina panthers, panthers. Yep. Yep. uh he showed up in the second session and uh i want to know if he played against dell and who he did that. he who, was one he, of the first ones and uh tony tony took him down oh all right tony all took right. him down tony didn't lose uh around Damn, Tony didn't lose a round because I was good. I wasn't pulling because my arm. We right, covered right. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was watching Tony, and I got a story about Tony off air. But anyways, uh, I was watching Tony, and Tony was just schooling people. I mean, and he probably wasn't even trying. He was just kind of like, eh, dink. It looked just, like he was yeah. playing pitch and catch. Like, oh, that's it, amazing. It just, and he was in his his uh, white sweater and. Just like this, this, this. this. <laughs> He's like, this it's isn't not, bothering me he, a bit. Yeah, he didn't I'm get out there and like, sweat I'm taking my sweater off. I'm stretching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He He's just showed like, up and nah. was like, uh, eh, eh, hold on. I got ping, it. I got ping, this. ping. Oh, man. It was a hell of a fun event. I think that Foling is the perfect beer festival event because it gets you to step away from kind of drinking for enough time to kind of reset yourself for the next 
the next loop you're going to do around the venue. Um, it's something that is it's physical, but it's not a super physical activity unless you you know fuck up your shoulder, then it, right. then it can be. Uh, but no, all in all, I had an amazing time. I think that this year was, I'll say, better than last year. Just because, again, everyone knew more about what was going on. They already had, they you know, mistakes that they learned from from last year. And if you didn't go, you missed out on a hell of a good time. Yeah, you did. Be sure to go next year because they're they're already talking that 2023 is going to happen. Oh, I'm I, down for it. Oh, I believe that. I yeah, believe it's going to yeah. happen. It's going to be a fun time. And if you do have any comments about going, if you were able to to make it to either session, um, Noam would love your feedback. He would love to know what you thought, pros, cons, accolades, complaints, any and all of that. Please send those to gnome at thegnarlygnome.com. Just email those over to him or reach out to him on social media. And he is very, very open to taking in everything that people have to say about uh, about the event to make next year even bigger and better. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then to close out our recap of the show, unless you had anything else. Nope. Uh, he talked about what next week's show is going to be. And it is going to be all about Dark Charge. Yep. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I believe he said that by the time that episode airs, all of the variants should be released. So those may or may not be spoiled for you when you listen to next week's Cincy Brewcast episode. And uh, there's updates happening, too, if you're one of his Patreon supporters, one of his Nomies. There are updates and changes coming to that uh, that program in 2023. So give it a listen and uh, get a little sneak peek into what happens if you would like to support the Gnome to help him keep his bills paid. Please do that. Yeah. And that is, that's all I got. What about you, Marco? No, our notes are the same. I don't know how they match always identically, but all right. Well, I know that I need to take a quick break, so let's uh, let's go ahead and close out this recap of the Cincinnati Brewcast. Cheers. And we will come back with uh, I don't know either Sonder stories or shift beers. Okay. You'll you'll find out when we do. We'll be right back. I have a mystery beer. You do. And you have a new beer. I have a new beer. It's I'm not terrifying. It's not new well, to the pod. I have a Hop Chakra. I had that last week. It's delicious. And probably a few weeks before and, and all that. So uh, delicious beer. Uh, but Julia, since we have producer Jason here. Yes. And uh, you've known producer Jason longer than you knew, you've known me. It's true. Yeah. Uh, you said, uh, producer Jason, um, pick me a beer. I don't care what it is. Yep. I said off I don't tap care if it's off tap or in the cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he made you turn around. He did. As he poured it. He did. He was like, don't look. I'm testing your beer. This is a mystery beer. So we don't do a lot of uh, uh, mystery beers or tastings or tests or anything on this podcast. Um, And and we don't do that by design. However, this is fun. You know, every once in a while. So I was actually looking at this and thinking of bringing him a couple cans for Josh. This is Hops for Teacher. From Jay Wakefield Brewing. They just got these. Oh, in, Jay Wakefield. Nice. Nice. They're from down there, in, uh, deep, deep down this in is, Florida. Yeah, Miami. This is good. Good, good choice, Jason. Good choice. Yes, yes, yes. Hell yeah. Jay Wakefield. Nice. You know, I've never I've had, had any of their beer. Well, uh, they're well, have, quite a. Here. Do you, want the, do you want to try some from the can there? Hell There's yeah. There's still enough in there, yeah. All right, we have two podcasts left to go. 
Let's do this. All right. Let's uh, do it. Let's, you know what? Let's shake up the order a little bit. Normally, we do shift beers last. Let's do them second to last. Okay. And then give Saunders Stories the prominent position of the last podcast that we recap. Sure. All let's right. Go. All right. Shift beers, episode 105, No Bender November. Um, we had we had a very, very, very good discussion. Depending on how, how I edit this episode... This, a little bit of this may be a recap, or this may be brand new. Um, we had a, a great discussion on No Bender November, kind of what that idea meant to ship beers and then expand it beyond that. So uh, if we well, have a bonus I, episode out on this, please, please, please listen to that because it is us discussing things that are very important to us about just your own personal choices. For sure. Yes. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is two of the big breweries that they mentioned, Athletic and then um, Untitled, Untitled Art. Art. Yeah. Okay, there's a couple of differences. Uh, Athletic is enormous. They're huge as oh far God, as a, yes. a craft brewery. If, they, if you, in the craft brewery sector, they're like in the upper 20s, I believe. Something like that. It's ridiculous. Uh, in yeah. size yeah. of, and then uh, they not only are they distributed, but they can ship to your house. Absolutely, uh, yeah. it's it's unreal. Um, so, is there ease of shipping all over the country because there is no alcohol in their product? Yeah, it's that's what it like is. Taking Coca Cola and saying what, ship it wherever. That's, okay. that's what it seems to be, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, the other thing is that in uh, a 12 pack of Athletic Brewing. I forget what it's going to set you back, but it's not, not terrible. It's no. not terrible. No. Um, the Untitled Art 12-pack, though, is going to set you back like 25 bucks. Yes, but in our opinion, and, and I'm, I'm going to speak for you a little please. bit, so please clarify I, we if agree. I'm speaking wrong. Um, the Untitled Art, when you and I did our non-alcoholic kind of beer samplings, I did not care for a single athletic brewing beer. I agree. Um, I will say that the non-alcoholic Oktoberfest I had here at Higher Park, Higher Park, wow. Okay. Higher Gravity Summit Park a couple weeks ago, that was not bad, but that's not one of the beers that they tried. I was not a fan of any of the IPAs or the Golden Ale uh, that we tried from Athletic. The Untitled Art, I think that they did the Italian Pilsner, which I believe is the one they that did. we had as well. That was my that favorite. That was amazing. That was so incredibly good. That was my favorite. Now, yes. I know you like the, uh, it was the sour. Yes, yes. And that yes. sour, you, you enjoyed. I, that, was, that was delicious. That was also incredibly heavily fruited, so I feel yeah. like any of that missing... The missing alcoholness of it, or whatever, whatever that adds to the flavor of a beer, could have been overshadowed by the amount of fruit in it. But yes, the the Italian pills from Untitled Art, as well as I, I don't remember the exact name, but the fruited sour that we try, or well, I tried the sour, we both tried the pills. Yeah, those non-alcoholic beers were great. Um, the, neither of us have had the Guinness or the Erding, or the Erdinger. 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 No, but we did have a... We had uh, the... Um, oh, it was the one that, that producer Jason recommended. Yeah, producer Jason uh, recommended... Um, it's a very big name in beer. German beer. God dang it. I know that as soon as I see it, I'll know, but that one was good too. What's the oldest brewery in Germany? What's Ugh. that called? Everyone's going to hate us. They're I know, all going to yell know, at us. I know. Long story short, it was Unless good. I cut this out. <laughs> I, have no idea. 
Paul, oh, it, it wasn't no, it wasn't Paul, Paul, Paul Leonard. No. It was um, it wasn't Iinger. No. Jason, what was the non-alcoholic beer that you recommended like a year ago or a couple months ago? It's a German brewery. German brewery, and you said you have it at those locations all the time. Vine Stefaner. You are the hero of the day. Shout out to producer Jason for reminding us of that which we could not remember. Vine Stefaner. Vine Stefaner. Their non-alcoholic beer is really good. I enjoy really that good. one a lot as well. Um, but I mean, what, what kind of led into this from this whole episode of, of No Bender November and the whole idea behind it is, and I'm not going to go as deep into this part of drinking as I normally do because it is a little more of a, of a kind of serious or, or health conscious related topic. Um, Beth and Brian both passed away while <laughs> when they decided that this needed to be a thing and good on them for, again, recognizing that, okay, I, I need a break from drinking as much as I've been drinking. So they're just, again, they're stepping back. Awesome. Uh, Josh had all the Merlots. Uh, Merlots. Merlots. I am having Merlots. a hard time tonight. And I'm not even... I'm too. Jesus. All the Merlots. And so he is... To me, it didn't sound like he was doing the same type of No Benner November as... Uh, as Beth and Brian are doing. Well, that was just, but that was like a weekend trip. And, correct, uh, correct. the rest of the month, he is he's trying to other, other curtail. Yeah, yeah he's trying to Which is be awesome. responsible the rest of the month. Uh, then from there, they went into the non-alcoholic beers that they were trying. Um, as we said before, Untitled Art... Athletic, Erdiger, and Guinness, which again, we have not had any of the Guinness non-alcoholic no. beers. Um, I don't know. To me, I, if that were something. Which, by the way, that, they branded as a different beer. Yes, they did. They did. I thought that was interesting. Spoiler alert. Listen to the pod. They mm-hmm. branded it as a different beer. So if you're looking for it, it's um, not going to be in a Guinness can. You, you need to listen to the pod and find out what that is. Absolutely. Or you can do a Google search. Google search. Yeah, but that's not nearly as fun. You need to listen to the not episode. Not at all. Listen to the episode. They were talking about celebrities that are part of athletic brewing, and I Googled it for them because oh, good. they were un, un, unable to do such things while they were recording. Uh, J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is one of them. And these are celebrity backers and investors in the athletic brewing company. So J.J. Watt, uh, One Ball Lance Armstrong, uh, Justin Tuck, and a Tom... Or, I'm sorry, Tom's founder, Blake. Oh my God, I'm not going to pronounce his last name right. Mikasuki? No, I'm just going to say Blake. But the founder of Tom's is in like Tom's shoes, that type of thing. A lot of big names there, backing athletic brewing. Again, the only thing from them that I have had that has been tolerable has been the Oktoberfest. Everything else has fallen flat. Yeah, it's been and rough. I like, I'm one of those people, I, I enjoy drinking water. Like, I'm fine with water. So if I decide that I'm going to go a non-alcoholic route, I'm just going to drink water unless I see something like the Weinstefaner or even like an Untitled Art non-alcoholic if I want, you know, some flavor thrown into the mix there. But, I mean, either way, do what's gonna do. What, do what's good for you. Do what's gonna make you yeah. you happy with with the choices you're making. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Josh. According to this episode, he got two birds stoned at once. Completely messed up uh, that phrase, and I loved it. So, Josh, shout out to you for making a brand new phrase. Yeah. Out of something that was not intended to be. Um, going way back to the beginning of the episode, the drunk line calls. 
yes. that we forgot to mention. Holy, could they? <laughs> okay, they, so they played part of my. Yes. I had twelve drunk line calls, <laughs> and they played part of one, which they said, "Oh, this is more, this is Coolio." No, no, it was Dracula. Dracula. And then uh, Beth got it though. She was like, "She's like, no." Nah. Oh, wait a second. Is this supposed to be Dracula? And they're like, nah, "So what they didn't totally get is that the the call coincided with Chris being out of the country mm-hmm. and in Mexico." Yep. So they didn't make the correlation about uh, Chris being in Mexico. That's fine. It's fine. It's um, fine. I honestly, it, they're right. I was up super late. I was, uh, I had stopped drinking for a long time and just couldn't go to bed. I don't know what it was. So, so you were like sleep deprived drunk, which is sometimes even worse than being drunk drunk. So I think it should so count. I just called them like 12 times in a row. Yeah. Just, just because I didn't have anybody else to talk to. Sure. I didn't have any other shows I was wanting to watch. I didn't want to get into anything. Mm-hmm. And you knew that if you tried I, I to felt, text me, I would be asleep and I wouldn't respond. So that was a waste of time. <laughs> I felt like I was giving them good content, but if okay. they don't want it, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it to them again. Uh, there we go. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Eventually, uh, that that mailbox is that voice mailbox is gonna be full, and it's all gonna be you. It could. But happen. in addition to you, they did have a couple other mystery drunk calls. They did. That were pretty amazing. That that they have no idea who it is. They don't know. They don't know. If you are. And I'm going to say it, drunk or not drunk, if you're having a good time and you want to call someone about the good time that you're having, here is the drunk line number. It is 804-445-2337 or, easier to remember, 804-HI-5-BEER. Give them a call. Uh, There are also some new buttons that Josh made that he's going to be throwing into some of the episodes here and there. They went over those, and those were absolutely hilarious love to hear them uh and then they also talked about bonus beers from matt the brewer at hourglass brewing in florida and they had a brian the brewer guy segment they did Bry, Bry, or beer 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 which you'll have to listen to multiple episodes back because i'm not repeating that one but yeah we had a brian the brewer guy uh, segment talking about all kinds of good stuff and other than the burp count, I think that covers it for my notes for episode 105 of Shift Beers. I think uh, since our notes look almost exactly the same, uh, that uh, does it for me as well. All right. Well, let's go ahead and reveal the burp count for let's this do particular it. episode. There were a grand total. There are actually more burps in this episode than I thought there were going to be. So... Good job to you guys for proving me wrong when I'm like, oh, this is going to be a low, a low burp number. Not the highest, but they did decent. There were a total of 36 burps, which is 72 ounces of whatever you want to drink. Doesn't matter. Just whatever you want to drink. That boils down to 4.5 pints of whatever liquid you would like to consume while listening to this particular episode of Shift Beers. Which really is not bad at all. That's for a hour-long episode. Yeah, pretty that's good. Do, that's doable. Pretty good. And, they, I mean, yeah, like you said, non-alcoholic beers? I mean, Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. I mean, anything else, you're still going to be, you know, taking multiple bathroom trips during that, but. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. 
You good? You want to jump into Sonder Stories? Need a break first? No, I need a break. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the final podcast of this episode. Episode 69 nice. of Truth Beer Pod. We'll be right back. All right. You have a fresh beer for the last podcast of our recap. I am still enjoying Hop for Teacher, which is really, really good. I'm going to bring uh, some home to a Jay Wakefield Brewing uh, down there in Miami. Uh, Very excited to have some of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I'm glad I got to share some with you. Yeah, I'm just wetting the whistle since I'm... uh, Struggling a little, a little bit. bit, yeah. Yeah. So what you what you what in your whistle? Uh, your whistle whiff. I went I went back to the pills because I just Hell need yeah. to keep it light. Mm-hmm. You know, not trying to get too crazy. Mm-hmm. Got a crazy no day tomorrow. Day. Yes. Got a crazy day tomorrow. As we record, tomorrow's the biggest bar day of the year. Yes. When uh, this episode comes out, is Black Friday, which is the second biggest. I feel bartending day of the year people showing up to breweries going uh, i am ignoring the shop new year's eve beer. would be well, but yeah. uh, that's a that's a big day as well okay. um so Keep yes for sure here. it's a it's, <laughs> no it's no, it's I'm it's kidding. definitely a, a big day well it's exciting well what do you say we get into the last podcast that we have to recap tonight Sonder story let's go Chapter 97, Family Traditions 2022. It's big. So as this episode releases, this episode will release Friday morning. That is the day that Family Traditions releases on their website, which is yes. sonderbrewing.com slash family hyphen tradition. Not plural, tradition, singular. That's where you can go ahead and order all of your bottles of... A family tradition, your full allotment. They did cover in this episode what happens if you buy more than your allotment. What happens if you don't show up to pick up your allotment by the the end of the pickup window. So please be sure to listen to this if you if you are planning to order. They did. Order this. They did, and they go into more detail on their social media formats. Uh, if you buy more than your allotment, you will not be refunded. That will go to their charity of choice, yep, yep. Uh, which they've already chosen. They, they they don't have a choice. They they've already chosen it's it. Done. Yeah. Uh, there are proxies allowed. You have to put uh, the name of the the proxy in there um, and a copy of your order. Copy of your. I mean, yep. uh, bottom line is, I mean, they they're um, pretty dialed in and strict on, you know said process so uh don't think you're gonna game the system uh if you think you're gonna game the system you're just gonna contribute to charity yeah so uh, go ahead and do you know what i mean you know what go ahead and do it game the system yeah. order three times the allotment and all of that money will go to charity so you know um, what if you want to do it you know we're backing you go ahead we're backing you uh this episode had justin chad luke and danny so it was an all-star cast of of Sonder team members uh, for this episode. Yep. They opened up by talking about smell days. Yeah. Which makes a lot more sense when you listen to the episode. Uh, we have actually listened to multiple podcasts that talked about essentially brewery smell days and yeah. favorite smell days and entire cities experiencing Correct. smell days for certain beers. Yes. So while us saying that may sound a little off-putting, it might be one of the best things that happens to a brewery is yeah. when they have a smell day. Smell day. Smell days are, uh, smell days are there. Uh, Absolutely. It happens. Look, I mean, you go to a brewery, a real functioning brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even and, a distillery. I'm going to throw that in there as well. Okay. Uh, you, you go to a real functioning one, and they're in the middle of production. 
you smell different smells at different parts of the process. And some of those are just uh, to people off-putting, but to those who, you know, know what's happening, to those who appreciate what's going on, to those who understand what's happening, some of those smells are just, just, uh, they're uh, comforting, invigorating, they're exciting, they're warm, they're, I mean, all these things in between. Right, and the, the only reason that I say adding distilleries into that is when they were talking about smell days and those associations that you were talking about, those kind of emotions and feelings you get from that, the different smells from the different parts of the, the process, when my Josh and I went down to Buffalo Trace Never heard of distillery. Them. Never heard of them. They're 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 an up and coming distillery okay, down in, very good. in the Kentuckys. Uh, we did one of their tours, and whatever they were doing that day, when we pulled up and parked on site and got out of the car, the smell of of the mash of the buffalo part of that the the buffalo funk. I I need like a candle or something of that smell. Like I still think they about, need a lot of hay to eat. A lot of yeah, they really do. They really yeah. do. Uh, but I mean, once they're warm, I mean, you don't need any furnace in your house. You oh, just get beautiful. a couple of those buffalo, and and that smell and the heat from them is fantastic. That's wonderful. But that's one of those that's one of those smell days that yes, I still go. I need to get back down there at some point where they are in that stage of the distilling process to trace the buffalo smell, to trace the buffalo smell, and to try to capture that in some way to take him with me. Uh, going past smell days. There were some teasers about some potential upcoming Sonder Stories video, mm-hmm. which I am behind Danny 100% in the whole, it's one extra thing that takes up a little extra time to do. We've done one video. I still need to work on the second video that, that we recorded. Um, it's, depending on the skill set you already have, it's not the easiest thing to just say, boom, we're just doing video and I boom, feel, there it is and it's just I feel as, like I was a little awkward in that video. I, I think we both were, just because, I mean, we, we still don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. And knowing that people are actually watching you do something that you aren't sure about what are you're doing. Are we recording a video tonight? No. No, okay. we, we are not. Uh, no video tonight, just because I know you're a little under the weather, and I didn't want this to take any longer than it needed to take, even okay. though that's fine. we've already been... The record button has been pressed for a very long time. Okay. But that's okay. We've had a couple of, uh, of very welcome distractions, you know, sure. Joe and, and Jason and all that, so that's fine. Yeah. But Sonder Stories is working on a, a possible video element to the show, however that's going to turn out. Keep an eye on their social media and all that. I think it's going to be fantastic no matter what they decide to do with it, if they decide to do something with it. Uh, then they went into dad jokes. All kinds of dad jokes. Yeah. Good dad jokes and bad dad jokes. I laughed because those cheesy puns are completely down my alley and I absolutely love it. But then they got into the meat of the episode, Family Traditions. Which this year, the, the base and the variants that they're releasing have a range in ABV anywhere from a little over 11% all the way up to 17%. Nice. Depending on what you want to get. You're going to be having an excellent, excellent time with these. And next year's Family Traditions base is already in barrels. It's already in barrels. It is already absorbing that extra goodness and working on becoming an amazing release for next year. So that's going to be fantastic. What I want to know is, and this is to to uh, 
Luke and Chase, really. I want to know when there's going to be a family traditions aged in Utopia's barrels. Oh. I'm sure it's a thing. I'm sure you can make that happen. I'm sure Utopia's barrels are incredibly easy to 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 obtain. So uh, I, I need to know, is that going to be 20? You already said 2023 is in progress. I need to know, is that 2024 or 2025? So uh, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah. Utopia's aged family Delicious. tradition. I mean, that's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, they let they let you know every single variant that's going to be released this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we want to cover that or if we just no. want to direct people to the website and to listen to this episode. Absolutely. Correct. it's The variants all sound absolutely amazing. Um, there are... There are two that I think I might try to get. Okay. I don't know, and this this is going to be potentially controversial. I actually got some dark charge last year, like first time. Is that ever the controversial part? No, but I think that this year, I mean, just you know, cost of stuff and all that. I think I might pass on the dark charge variants, which they're still releasing the what they're going to be releasing this year. They're still releasing what they're going to be releasing. So they're you're still you're giving up the allocation they had for you. Mm-hmm. For somebody else. Correct. So instead of Braxton, my money uh, may be going to Sonder for wow for some of those variants this year. Because Did you hear I, that, Sonder? I haven't had any family traditions yet. I have no, I have not had any. So this may be the year well, that it happens. They say don't sleep on the base. Right. And then, I mean, if you're going to get two. Mm-hmm. I, I might as well get all know. five. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what you're gonna do. I don't know what you're gonna do. Uh, my 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 I already have my thoughts. I guess it depends on when I go to the website. What's still going to be available? Because they they went in they went in depth as to how many bottles of this are available. They did. How many barrels are available for draft, and even the possibility. So definitely check out this episode if, you, if you're interested in family traditions. The possibility of some of it actually hitting distribution on draft. I don't think any of the bottles are. But if, if this is There's something that's in your wheelhouse, there is going to be a bit that makes it outside of the Sonic Tap Room. I'm sounding rough. I know. Um, we're, we're, we'll wrap this up quick. We'll wrap this up quick. There is yeah. going to be a very limited amount of draft outside the tap room. Mm-hmm. They're going to advertise it. They're going to let you know. It'll be um, more of an event. Where right, right. where it will be. Um, but if, uh, if you don't get there. Now, they're not saying you're going to get everything. Right. Correct. But they're going to... They're going to be able to let you some stuff taste will and be sample some, some stuff. Yes, yes. But I, I am, you could tell how passionate they were about family traditions during this episode, which is, which always makes me even more excited about a release or, or an event or whatever the case may be. Everything Sonder does is 110%. Like they never, they never fall below that giving 100% line, in my opinion. So I am very, very excited for this. Uh, fingers crossed that I actually wake up in time to get on the website to get whatever I decide to buy, whether it's a full allotment of everything, or if I just decide that I'm only going to go for a couple things. I still have a couple bottles of Dark Charge from last year that I still haven't opened, that I haven't even tasted. So I need to also kind of take that into consideration. I know that these will probably age well, or at least last for a bit of time if I don't crack them right away. Right. Uh, but 
very, very excited about Family Tradition 2022, everything that they're going to be doing with that. I feel like this is a very short recap of Sonder's stories, but we don't want to re- we don't want to give away everything that that they gave away in this episode. Most of it is already online. Most of it is already on their website. Definitely, definitely listen to this episode for additional information about the release, for some of the behind the scenes on how they decided to do some of the variants that they're doing. Find out what what variants. Justin, Chad, Luke, and Danny are the most excited about because Luke has tried pretty much all the variants just as part of the creation process. Justin's only tried a couple of the variants. Like, he doesn't even know what everything tastes like. Same with Danny. So, and Danny, I believe, is going to be out of town when these release. So, I'm sure he needs to be on the ball, getting on their website, getting whatever he wants to get from this. I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited to give these a try to kind of spread my barrel-aged kind of dark beer experiences beyond, you know, kind of the, the dark charge realm and get into family tradition. Uh, anything else about that before I give a little bit of a shout-out to Justin for his What Are You Listening To pick of this week? I'm struggling, Julia. I know. Okay, so I, I, you good? You good for me to just plow on ahead yeah just going okay all right or hold on i've heard people say (laughs) too much of anything is not good for you baby but i don't know about that as many times as we've loved and shared love and made love it's it's well it's well it doesn't seem to me like it's enough oh (laughs) i'm uncomfortable (laughs) there's just not enough of it there's just not enough Girl, I don't know, I don't know why. <laughs> I can't get enough of your love, baby. Oh, we got the pee, we got the hand piano going and everything. Holy crap. Okay, so that Marco doesn't die and loses his voice completely. I'm done. Uh, what are you listening to? Huge shout out to Justin for picking a song by Odessa. I love oh, Odessa yeah. mostly. You have uh, no idea, dude. No. You do not know. I don't know who you're talking about. You you should know. I Play You, Listen, and Bloom are my favorite Odessa songs of all time. And Justin, if you are into watching live performances on YouTube, check out the Odessa video um, where they perform live at the Detroit the Detroit Masonic Temple. Uh, it, there's a couple videos oh, about there about you, the, the opening the of Masonic it. Masonic yeah, Temple you know. in Detroit. It's like a five-minute video of the opening of this concert that they did, and it gives me chills every single freaking time. So yeah, that's that's all I have to say. Just just pointing at Justin, saying, "Look this so up." So that's a OLI to your top five it is. Uh, YouTube's. Yes, I think so. OLI. Well, but you asked me my top five like YouTube kind of channel recommendations. Random videos, boy, that's that's a completely different realm and that we do not have time to go into. Uh, but everyone needs to listen to this episode of Sonder Stories. It is wonderful. It is passionate. It is so much cool information about family tradition, which drops the day this episode released. Or when I say drops, the website to buy your allotments goes live the day that this releases. So yeah, by the time you're hearing this, you've got a couple you days to pick up your allotment. Correct. Um, Correct. But... Uh, don't don't fuck around. No, because no. or you'll uh, find out. That's right. Hell yeah! Don't fuck around, or you're gonna find <laughs> out. Um, you're gonna find out uh, you lost your shit. There we 
There we so, go. So there you go. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening to episode 69. Hell yeah. 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 By the way, over 5,000 downloads for Truthbird Pod. We are the number one podcast <laughs> in Cincinnati that talks about Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast. So thank you to everybody who has made that happen. So what's fun about this is I got a Facebook memory saying like, and this was, you know, a week or two ago, saying a year ago, I posted that we had just crossed 1,000 downloads. In the time, a year to now, which... I think July, July or August will be our two year. So just a six, seven month, whatever the math is for that. I don't feel like doing it right now. The number of downloads that we have gotten, and some of that is a little bit fuzzy just because of the the 0.5 the calendar episodes and the bonus episodes. Depending on how you have your podcatcher set up, you're downloading three of our episodes a week instead of just a single one. And thank However, you. However, we do appreciate it. Um, but no, I... I Either way, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, well thank I think you again it's, at the end, but I think it's far beyond uh, with setting no <laughs> expectations when we started this. I think uh, when you set no expectations, anything <laughs> is beyond <laughs> your expectation. Very so, true. Uh, Very when true. When we when we started this, uh, we didn't think anybody was going to listen, and uh, we, we knew a few of our friends. We knew like a, a few of our listen, friends were going to listen, but were they going to keep listening? And I just want to thank everybody who. Uh, has been with us a long time. I want to thank everyone that's come along uh, for the for the first ride on this journey. Um, not everything is so serious, uh, and uh, thank you for your listenership. Absolutely. And uh, we have video content that started to you know, slowly roll out there. We're going to promise to do some of that. And you know, uh, the, as the new year comes along, twenty twenty three, uh, we're we're gonna keep at this. I mean, oh, absolutely. You know, I know, I know my voice is struggling, but I feel great. And part of the reason I'm here is because um, I want you to be able to count on us. Now, if there was a really something that could uh, keep me from here, um, we did a podcast almost a year ago, where. I recorded from my house, and Julia recorded from her house. Yeah, we called that, in. and That absolutely could be a thing. Um, we've talked about guest co-hosts. That could be a thing. But honestly, I mean, it's if we can find a way to make it our show and do it ours, I mean, that's what we're going to do. So, If you like what we do, you can help support our show and help it to grow by liking, reviewing, subscribing, giving five stars. All of that good stuff on whatever social, or I'm sorry, whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. You can also, for social media, we are at Truth Beer Pod everywhere. Uh, we are working on a Patreon page that we're going to put some videos on where I think some of the first stuff we're going to do on that once I make that live is some of our early episodes, like the very first test episodes that we yeah. did. I'm going to re-listen to those. Kind of make sure that very they're... Right. It's absolutely amazing. You'll get Marco singing directly to you, the listener on Patreon. I've heard people it'll say mi- It'll more than likely be patreon.com slash truthbeerpod because we try to be truthbeerpod everywhere. Yeah. We will let you know when that goes live. We are working on video content. We have one video up already on YouTube. We are at truthbeerpod on YouTube. And if you happen to want to throw us a couple bucks for some of the cables that we need to connect my phone to the soundboard to make the sound editing a little bit easier for videos and maybe for some better uh, video editing software, that kind of thing, we will always let you know where your money is going. If you donate to us, you can do that at truthbeerpod.com. 
Uh, there's a blue support us, buy us a pint link. You can toss us a, a one-time donation there or do a subscription there. Or again, once I get the Patreon uh, set up, you can do a monthly subscription or monthly donating to us via that. Again, we'll let you know when that happens. Other than that, Marco, thank you so much for suffering through your congestion with me tonight. And to all of our listeners, we cannot appreciate you enough for getting us to episode 69 and Hell yeah. beyond. We hey cannot now, 69. wait. <laughs> uh, Julia, nice, Marco. it's uh, no problem at all. I, I was pretty much on call for work all day. If I had to go into work... Uh, then I could absolutely be here for Truth Beer Pod. Uh, I sound um, not myself, uh, but I am here. I appreciate you so much. present. And, uh, you know, I I just, uh, we do this for you. We do this for the listeners. So you know that you can count on us. We're here. Um, And I also do it for you know, Julia, to let her know. That we have fun. I can, we, we both we, enjoy this we and do, do this for we ourselves this. as much as for you guys. Absolutely. So, Marco, providing that you still have a voice, what are you going to be doing next Tuesday? Uh, so, we're going to get together at our gracious podcast host, which may or may not be Higher Gravity Southern Park. We, we may do on location next week. We may do on location. Uh, and then we're going to be uh, recapping in our own version uh, all the Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast from the previous week. Uh, cheers, Julia. Cheers, Marco. I will see you on Tuesday. See you Have Tuesday. a great one, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Or hopefully you had a happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully you had a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> see ya.